When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. Wednesday edition, Hale Varsity Radio uh, on the road here at Pinnacle Bank Arena for Girls State Basketball 2023. Uh, taking you till 6. Courtside, Bellevue West leading Bellevue East at halftime. We'll get you score updates at the end of each quarter. 25-16, Bellevue West over their rival, Bellevue East. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. As uh, we're excited to have you in with Hale Bar City Radio. Numbers to get in, 489-1240, 489-1240 to dial us up here on Hale Bar City. You can also, uh, across the state, find us at 1-800-825-5865. We're streaming as well. Not streaming basketball action, just streaming the show. Hale Bar City YouTube channel is where you can find us. Also, the Hale Bar City Radio Twitter handle at Radio. Facebook for KFOR, Twitter for KFOR. Down the row, our friend Jacob Padilla with Hale Varsity, and of course Mike Sauter with Herd at Sports, giving you all the excellent high school prep coverage. Well, uh, less than 12 hours ago, Elijah, man, uh, what a first half it was for Nebraska basketball. They were up by 12, up by as many as 15. Sparty was shooting a, a whopping 27%. Nebraska right around 60%. And then uh, it all went sideways. All went haywire as what a close, what a finish, what a response by Michigan State. 80 to 67. Uh, we'll get to that reaction and thoughts uh, with last night. Of course, uh, it is NFL Combine time. O'Shawn Mathis gets to get his track shoes out tomorrow. Uh, Travis Vokalek uh, and Trey Palmer on the show here in about 15 minutes. Already in the green room is Mike Babcock. So we'll hear from Babbers here in about uh, 15 minutes, assuming uh, he still wants to hang around and chat with us. Evan Bland in hour two coming up from the Omaha World Herald. The latest on Will Bolt. Big baseball weekend for Nebraska in Minneapolis, uh, they'll take on Vandy at 11 o'clock on uh, on Friday, uh, Hawaii Saturday, and uh, then they'll get to arm wrestle with Elijah's Ole Miss uh, Rebels whoa, on whoa, whoa. Sunday. Can, can I can I say old Elijah's Ole Miss Rebels? I follow them. I do. I have been following them this year, so maybe. I mean, a, a, you have a sweatshirt. I mean, when, that's more than I have. When compared to the rest of the state of Nebraska, yes, you can call them. Elijah's Ole Miss Rebels compared to like you know Ole Miss fans I am so like on bottom tier like barely following them I know they've run ruled a couple teams this year I know they have a really good offense their pitching staff really hasn't been tested and I think 
uh, with that base of knowledge, you already, already know more about the Ole Miss baseball team than 99.8% of the state of Nebraska. So, sure, Elijah Herbal's Ole Miss Rebels. So, we are at Rosie's tomorrow again, 4-6. to six. Elijah's packing his uh, backpack for Vegas. Uh, we wish you well, good sir. I don't want a, a, a hangover part four uh, emerging. Uh, oh, no, no, don't no. Don't behave too much. I'm, I'm going to make money. well enough. This is a business okay. venture for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, can email the show, chris at hailvarsity.com. So let's talk Nebraska-Michigan State briefly. And it was just insane, that second-half three-point barrage by Michigan State, 12 of 17, and I thought things were going to be, I'm stupid here, okay for Nebraska when Sparty cut it down to three. It was 45-42, and then immediately you get a, 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 a 7 nothing spurt by Nebraska, capped off by the Tominaga no-look three, and Nebraska pushed their lead back up to 10, and then it just... It never got better for Nebraska. And for the first time in a long time, and this happens to teams, the offensive woes affected the defensive intensity. Listen, we watched a lot of the first half at Rosie's. Driving back was listening to Kent Pavelka, Jake Milheisen on our affiliate 590. Incredible uh, work by those guys. The moment, the sound, the atmosphere, the joy was as loud as I've heard Pinnacle Bank Arena in X number of years. Since No Sit Sunday, since Terran Petaway's pull-up three and transition to, yep, he's on against that No Sit Sunday Wisconsin team with Frank the Tank, the Final Four team. That's what it sounded like. You couldn't hear the announcers, and it was just bedlam. It was incredible to listen to. It was a lot of fun to watch if you're a Nebraska basketball fan. And then the the bottom dropped out, and and you see it. It is a tale of two halves, and Nebraska could just never get going. Uh, I I think they they press Walker. Usually the offense goes through him. He only had nine shot attempts, six to nine. Jamarcus Lawrence, man, I, I'm you know big picture here for Nebraska. That kid's a ball player. He hadn't he hadn't afraid of anything. He took some some monster shots. And made some monster shots, and he paced Nebraska, 7 for 10 from the floor. Uh, Tominaga was 7 for 11. Wiltshire, 1 for 5. Greasel, uh, bless his heart, I think just got a little bit pressed and a little bit sped up uh, in uh, that second half, just wanting it too much. From a ba- uh, from a bench standpoint, uh, Nebraska had one bench point, uh, and, and that came uh, really late in, in the ballgame. Uh, it, it was... Uh, five total with 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 uh, Sammy Hoiberg from the free throw line, but uh, it was uh, just uh, a tough night for Nebraska. Uh, Hauser goes off for six threes, and Aikens goes for five. Walker hits three of four, and then Sparty also got two for four from Hall, and it was just raining threes. No answer for Nebraska last night against Michigan State. So. Uh, Credit to Izzo, credit to Michigan State. They had to have last night. They did not need to continue the losing streak, and you wondered how they'd respond after Iowa. Well, I thought they'd respond how Michigan State typically responds, 
and they were tested. They were all but buried in the first half, and they came out swinging, and that's a glimpse of what Michigan State can be. Quick update here at PBA, 637, timeout called. Bellevue West on top, 31-19. to But Nebraska's job now is to respond. They have had great resilience with this group of seniors. They go to Iowa City. All Iowa did was hang 90 on the road in Bloomington last night as they dismantled a red-hot Indiana team. Uh, That's going to be no fun. So Nebraska's task is still the same. Uh, Finish the year 2-1. and Looks like they're going to be playing Minnesota for a third time in Chicago next week. So their job is to shake it off. They'll try and steal one in Iowa City. Don't know that that's going to happen. And then go try and get two uh, in Chicago. They they beat Minnesota. They'll likely uh, get Indiana if things don't get too crazy over the weekend. Well, Smitty, I want to take it back to last night briefly because I, I said on the show, Whoever wins that game between Michigan State and Nebraska will be the team that is making more plays down the stretch. And I think whenever you close the game on a, was it 32 to seven run for Michigan State? But was that the the final number? I can't quite remember what the right. 38 to 12. 38 to 12. There's the number. Whenever you close the it game hurts. on a 38 to 12 <laughs> run, I think it's safe to say that Michigan State made more plays down the stretch of that game. They really settled in and they shot over 70 percent from three in the second half. They got a lot of open looks from three. So uh, I, I think that's a combination of them getting hot at the right time in Nebraska's defense, uh, not adjusting to Michigan State in the second half. And then you also had a case of what I saw to be some seniors that were pressing last night, some guys that felt that adversity and said, it's senior night, I'm going to step up, I'm going to make a play. And uh, that hasn't been how this Husker basketball team has won games over the past month, month and a half. It hasn't been uh, guys putting the weight of the the team on their back and saying, I'm going to step up, I'm going to make a play. It's been team basketball on the offensive end. Uh, that's, that has allowed Nebraska to, to score more points as of late. You didn't see that last night. Michigan State was able to make more plays down the stretch. That's going to happen against teams that are better than you. I think Nebraska, from a physicality standpoint and from a, an effort standpoint, matched up with Michigan State last night. They just had more shooters on the floor. They had a little bit more talent, and you saw that in the final 10 minutes of that basketball game. It's credit to Michigan State. I don't think it takes anything away from what Nebraska's done over the past month and a half. You just know the task now is uh, to go put up a good effort against Iowa in, uh, at Carver-Hawkeye, which is always a tough place to go win. And you got to say, you know what? We're in the play-in games, the Big Ten tournament. I don't think how we've been playing over the past month should put us there, but that's what the adversity that lies ahead of us is. Is this Husker basketball team going to embrace that adversity? Everything I've seen has told me, yes, they will, uh, but that remains to be seen. We'll see how Nebraska goes and performs in Chicago. It's been a tough place for Nebraska since joining the Big Ten, the Big Ten tournament has, I should say, and uh, we'll see if this team has a different kind of medal to them. That's what it takes in the Big Ten tournament. You're going and playing games on back-to-backs, very little preparation. What kind of medal, M-E-T-T-L-E, does this Husker basketball team have? We'll find out in Chicago, but what I've seen over the past month would show me that they're not going to back down to any challenges that stand in their way. Yesterday was a, uh, a slight hiccup in the road, but uh, I think that was expected to happen. We kind of called it on the show yesterday. Not me. I picked Nebraska, but we knew that the magic was going to come to an end. How are they going to respond to this now, now that things uh, have stopped going your way in the month of February? Nebraska with 10 field goals made in the second half. Nine turnovers. Nine of the 14 turnovers also 12 for Nebraska and uh, bench scoring non-existent. What Michigan State did, aside 
from try and hide from Tom Izzo at halftime. Because I, I, I guarantee you things were probably flying and paint was peeling based on his post-game interview uh, with BTN. Well, we actually guarded some, you know, I mean, he was, <laughs> he gets insanely intense. And, and you know that going in and you love playing for him and he knows how to push buttons and challenge. But he um, he went after Tobinaga. I mean, they, they found a matchup in, in the rotation and... Michigan State came out and hit four of their first five threes, and those were closeouts on Tomanaga. I know he scored 20. I know he's been a catalyst for these guys, but there's still the, the reality of his part of the game, and that is the defensive liability. He's well, it, been it's, better much of the season, but Sparty really targeted him yesterday in the second half, and uh, that got them going. It's just the reality that this team despite all the heart, is still limited. With, with a guy like Casey, it's on the defensive end of the floor. He's limited there. With a guy like C.J. Wilcher this season, it's been shooting for some reason. I don't think anyone saw that coming. He's been able to, to step up on the defensive side for the most part, but he's been limited with shooting. With Wilhelm Breidenbach, it's physicality going down low against some of the, uh, the Big Ten's really physical big men. Nebraska's limited there. Just Nebraska is limited in a lot of places on the floor, and Hart can only make up for so much of that. You saw that down the stretch of that game last night. Tom Izzo to your point, made a lot of great adjustments in the second half. Nebraska, whenever they faced adversity, didn't quite adjust and it felt like they they were feeling that moment. Whenever Michigan State started making that run, you were sitting there watching that game going, alright, who's going to step up? Who's going to make a play? Who's going to stem the tide? Because it's been one guy, Kisei hitting a shot, Sam Hoiberg making a play defensively, Derek Walker putting his head down, getting a tough bucket and getting to the line as well. You were waiting, hoping somebody would make a play. It never quite happened. That's going to happen in the game of basketball. It's all about how you respond now in the next couple of weeks as you're into a very important uh, stretch of your season if you want to go make noise in an NIT tournament. Uh, you're into the important stretch. You can't let one loss phase you. We're here at Pinnacle Bank Arena, Girls State Basketball 2023. Opening round action. The battle for Bellevue right now is... Bellevue East has gotten a little bit of momentum. They're still down 12. Nice and and one for Bell West, 37-25. Tonight, Millard North at 6 o'clock will take on Lincoln North Star, making their first trip to state ever. So congrats to the Gators. Southwest, a gallant effort earlier against Millard South. Millard South winning by double digits. Uh, We'll dive into some of the prospects now and into the future for Nebraska football with the NFL Combine. Mike Babcock's standing by as well to give us his thoughts on Husker baseball with an important weekend series RPI-wise. And uh, a little recon by one Elijah Herbal with our friends at Hale Varsity. Uh, And uh, we can kind of decipher the jerseys you're going to see with uh, Nebraska this spring practice. What does it mean? We all know it the black shirt means but what about some of the other shades uh are are being rocked right now uh nebraska will uh, no doubt just to wrap up our basketball talk and basketball take we'll get babber's thoughts as well now th- this team has provided a bunch of joy in february it's not over it just feels like you woke up from a from a great dream based on how things have gone with Nebraska basketball the previous three seasons, it, uh, it feels like a, a great dream where Nebraska was 
Well, they were doing, quite frankly, what none of us expected them to do, and that stabilize, put a run together, and do it with their backs totally against the wall due to injury. And that's what's been memorable about this team, whatever shakes out postseason or well, not. It's been the fact that it's a team that is very easy to root for, and they have found success in there. There's not a guy that I think you go on the floor that is, like, unenjoyable to, to root for. Casey's got the factor of being a great shooter. He brings a lot of energy. Uh, you've got in Derek Walker that seems to put his heart and soul into the program. Sam Hoiberg, the hometown, excuse me, Sam Griesel, the hometown kid. Sam Hoiberg, the coach's son. Everyone roots for the coach's son. Wilhelm Breidenbach just doesn't look like he should be Depending a basketball player. Depending on the player. travel team. <laughs> it, but Breidenbach just doesn't look like a basketball player. If you were to see him on the street, but then he gets on the floor and he's easy to root for for that reason. Everyone on that floor is easy to root for whenever they go on a run. It just makes them that much more lovable. Hurts to see them lose, but I think this whole uh, state is proud of what Husker basketball has put together in the last month. Yep, tough one here at PBA last night. We wind down this first segment. Mike Babcock's on the way. It's Hale Varsity presented by Currency.